Hello, Seeker. Welcome back to the show. I am so excited for this episode. Before we dive in, I wanted to let you know that the Manifesting for Empaths 31 Day Challenge is back. Woo! We will be starting January 1st and going through the entire month of January together as a community, launching into manifestation. So if you want to learn 31 new tools and go through this exciting journey for seekers, empaths, and old souls, I cannot wait to see you in the challenge. Check out the link in the show notes and I will see you January 1st to start 2023 off powerfully. Hey Seeker, welcome to the Awakening Her podcast. I am so grateful that you've been led here and I'm excited for you that you're answering the call to manifest more magic in your life by mastering the law of attraction. So cool. My name is Talia and I'm committed to cutting the fluff and showing you exactly how to manifest more excitement, ease, success, abundance, confidence, love, and anything else you've been craving. So if you're ready to crack the code on manifestation, amplify your intuition and play in the quantum. We are now besties. Let's do this. Hello, hello, my love. Welcome back to another episode of the Awakening Her podcast. I am so excited for this episode. Everything that is waiting to come through, I <laughs> I feel like it's going to blow your mind or at least add on to the expansion that is going on in your mind. This is going to be so good. Can't wait for all the downloads and can't wait for everything to come through today about why you need to be healing in order to manifest. I'm also going to share what that even means, the healing that I've been doing this year, the methods, how I do it. I'm just going to spill it all. So I'm really, really excited for this episode. It is going to blow your mind. But before we get into that, welcome. Hey, hey, beautiful souls. At the time of recording, we are winding down 2022. I've got my workshop coming up. Um, the day that you hear this, it'll be tomorrow. The workshop is, we are just closing it down. And I was talking and well, talking to spirit, talking to myself, talking to whatever, and thinking about this and, and really realizing that, you know, a lot of people get into new year's resolutions and I'm not a giant fan because I don't think that on, you know, Tuesday, January 1st, you can expect yourself to be a completely different person than you are today. So I personally believe like I'll start the diet on Monday. I'll quit smoking on that day. I don't think that's what actually has us go the distance, but I have a lot of gratitude for as we wind down a year, it does inspire us to like become our best self to move to our next level. You know, humans really like to have this closing one chapter and opening another and these sort of tangible benchmarks that kind of, you know, pull us forward and have us dream big for the year ahead. And so as much as I don't think that new year's resolutions are always incredible, I think it depends on where it comes from within you. I think to have intentions about, I said this in the last episode and whenever I'm working with a client, I don't just say, what do you want to manifest? I say, what do you feel is next up for you? Even in the end of year workshops, we're saying, yes, what do you want to create? What do you want to dream? I talked about this in the last episode, or what do you want to manifest? What do you dream of? But also what is next up for you? What is life calling you to do? Right? So if you're like, whoa, 2022, I was like, 
brokenhearted or my heart, I was really healing my heart. And like, now I'm really called to step into loving myself more or expanding, you know, feeling safe and secure and expanding my heart out to others and loving and unconditional love. And, you know, what do you feel is next up for you? Do you feel like it's abundance? Do you feel like it's, you know, starting your own business? Do you feel like it's about healing your physical body or, you know, pouring that love back into yourself, or maybe it's about traveling, exploring, freedom, learning, right? Whatever you feel is next for you, that is what we can become present to at the end of a year and at the beginning of a new year. So I will encourage you, no matter what you do as your end of year rituals, whether you do something or not, don't look at it as a new year's resolution and expect yourself January 1st to, you know, be a different person. I think like, you know, the old school, like I'm going to smoke this whole pack of cigarettes and tomorrow I'm quitting. I think a lot of people realize that like that doesn't work. We need to go into it with my intention is to what my intention is to be healthy. My intention is to love myself. My intention is to not numb myself so much. And then move forward with the actions that back up that intention rather than saying January 1st, I'm going to go keto and that's it. I'm going to figure out the rest of my life and everything's going to be fine. No slam on any one thing. Of course, I support anyone who wants to quit smoking or become healthier, of course, but it's just not about pretending you're going to be something different. Anyway, I've been in the energy of that. I love this time of year as well. As I said in the last episode, I have a weird connection with Christmas or <laughs> relationship and I love to hear um, how you guys celebrate, if you celebrate, what you celebrate, um, and your relationship with that, with the holidays and family and all the stuff that goes on for a lot of us. Um, so yeah, it's been an interesting time. Lots of reflections, lots of downloads, lots of things coming through. I feel like my one-on-one work with clients is just so expanding because I'm in spirit all day. Like I'm telling you, I'm on WhatsApp for like probably five hours a day talking to clients, um, sending them messages, hearing their messages, having those beautiful exchanges, expanding, moving them forward. And I feel like this year, because I've done so much one-on-one work and I shifted at the end of last year into primarily voice memo, this daily support, it's just expanded me so much. I'm seeing so much more. I'm downloading so much more. I'm, you know, I've had so many personal breakthroughs this year about realizing that I'm a star seed and where I come from and what that means. And, you know, connecting with my actual galactic star family, I'm sure I'll get into that in the upcoming episodes in 2023. It is on the list right away to start talking about because we are all ready for more. And in this episode today, I'm going to dive deep into that too, about your soul and your soul's growth and evolution, how that has to do with manifestation. It's going to be so fun. So I'm good over here. How are you doing? How are you guys doing? I really love connecting with you. I thank you so much for listening to the show. We are almost at a hundred thousand downloads at the time of recording, which just freaking blows my mind truly freaking blows my mind. I don't even know how to process that. A hundred thousand listens, a hundred thousand people pressing play. Um, wow. There's of course the Talia part of me that goes like, thank you so much for loving what I put out and thank you so much for receiving it. But it's so much deeper. Um, every time I see those stats and I see the numbers and I see the people tuning in and all the different countries, it's like my soul is lit up because we are doing the illumination of the planet. Everybody listening, as I've said on previous episodes, I've always, since the beginning of my business, I see my clients as sparks of light flickers of candle flame all over the world. 
New Zealand, Australia, many different countries in Europe. We've got some of the most like incredible, there's like the Netherlands and all of these, you know, to me, seemingly remote places, very different or very far away from the West coast of Canada. But like, look at us, we're connecting over a global consciousness. We are connecting over truth, over soul recognition. I've been learning a lot this year about soul families and star families and your soul, the people that are contracted to come into your experience and it goes deep. There's teachers, there's guides, there's people that are contracted into your experience to help you. It's not always a teacher like myself. It's friends. It's people that pull you forward. People that I call them activators. They activate a part of you and it's so important for us to gather. My clients activate me too. Doing this work activates me. It's important for us to all continue to be opening up and exploring what is here for us, what our soul is calling us for. So I thank you so much for tuning in because you are truly doing your part. Even if you feel like you're sitting at home suffering, but you're just listening to try to get by, you are doing more than you realize to shift the global consciousness and to make the changes in your own life. It's a lot of wobble. It's a lot of wobble in the beginning and throughout. It's this constant like, ooh, like I feel like riding a bike is quick where like you wobble for a bit and then you got this. But like we wobble for a long time. There's people that have like made all the money and created all of this and they go through something traumatic and they start, you know, drinking or numbing or coping and they feel like they went back 10 steps or I'll be feeling super confident and like good in my zone and, and abundant and successful. And then I freak out on my kid or I have a day of total lack or shame around my body. Like we all have this wobble. So like wherever you are. Um, just know that you are more on the right track than you could know. And this episode too, you're going to feel that because you're going to understand more about why you're drawn to manifestation as well. So I'm excited to dive in. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you're new, Hey, Hey, my name is Talia, mom of three Scorpio in all the ways, all the suns, all the moons. It's so funny. I got my like in-depth chart done a bunch of years ago. And like, I thought the graph thing was broken because I was like, why are they all pointed to Scorpio? She's like, literally everything is in Scorpio. I was like, what? Is that even a thing? <laughs> I thought, are you sure? Can you punch the numbers again? No, no, just true and true. Um, also a human design reflector, which for any of you that know about human design, I've been having a lot of realizations lately that most of my clients, maybe everyone that we've talked about human design, um, are generators and I'm a reflector and those are very different, but so complimentary. And I just, I love it. It's so fun. Anyways, reflector. I live on the West coast of Canada. Again, it's Talia joy. I have three children. They are 12 and nine and three. Holy crap. It's crazy. They're getting so big. And I live in my dream home in a little beach town. I'm a pretty normal, simple person where I love nature and I love yoga and I love having space around me and, and nature and being out in nature and walking in nature and touching nature and breathing nature. Um, but truly I, it's just so healing. I love it. So I live on this little, in this little beach town. Um, and we have trees all around us. Our property is gorgeous. We got a puppy this last year. She's been with us not even quite a year. Her name is Callie K-A-L-I. She's an amazing dog. Love it. And just really you know, stepping into the embodiment and the 
joy of the life that I've created um, because it's been a really, really hard life. And as you listen to more episodes, if you are new, you will hear more of my story, deeply suffered, internal, mental health, just always hating myself, eating disorder, addiction, numbing, coping, so much insecurity, so many triggers, abandonment wounds. Like I've got like a a plethora. It's funny because spirit just showed them to me as like a bouquet of flowers and each flower is like, abandonment wound, mommy issues, body image struggles, but like, it's actually the flower. It's actually the bouquet that has made me who I am. And as I go on this deep healing journey, as we're talking about today, I learned that more and more that, yeah, I've had a bag of tricks of a life and I have been to a lot of places and had a lot of, you know, they say traumas, stuff that happens to us that scars us and shame and all of the things. But I, there was a part of me forever that I I don't exactly know how to put it into words, but I deep, deep, deep down know I'm meant for massive things. And that's not just like fancy cars and fancy homes. It's internally massive things to come from being insecure and suffering for so many decades with who I was and my body and just, I don't know, I don't like looking back, I'm like, what was I so stressed about? But it's wounds, it's wounds from our childhood. It's all of that, but suffering so deeply and like clawing my way out from rock bottoms, like crying on the floor, hyperventilating, throwing up from being just so emotionally distraught, just all of it, you know, sending myself to all of the edges and finding those cracks where the light gets in. And I really believe now that when life hands us these fucking crazy things, source isn't trying to push us down. Source is cracking us open. And a lot of us came here, well, you listening came here to remember the magic that you are, to be a divine co-creator for your own version of big things. So sometimes we need to be shoved and stressed, like not just stressed like today, but I mean like as an organism, we become stressed and repressed so that we kind of go, fuck it. (laughs) And we bust free with more of that Phoenix energy, more of that, that life force, that, that determination and focus to be who we came here to be. And so it's been a crazy journey and I'm really seeing that in this last year, I've gone through deep levels of healing, which is, I feel like I'm a completely different person. Although I am still me, I can handle myself differently. And there's a lot of room for improvement still to come, but there's been so many beautiful, deep changes. And you know, that feeling when you handle a situation differently, And you walk away going like, whoa, a year ago, two years ago, five years ago, I would have been a wreck from that. And I actually was like, huh, I, that felt good. I'm fine. Let's go get something to eat. You know, like, it's almost like those are the things that I'm noticing. There's a lot of things that still trigger me. And I've got, like I say, I'm a work in progress. I'm a work in perfection. Um, and that's, that's what we're meant to be always, but it's been a really crazy ride. And I'm really sitting here reflecting going, holy shit, like this last year has been so big. It's been so big within me. I've healed so, or been on the healing journey of some really deep shit. My business has more than exploded compared to the year before. And everything is just really not just good because it's dense, but I'm using my tools and I'm getting supported and I'm moving through. And it's like, I'm good. Like for the first time, maybe in forever, I'm good. I'm good. And that is that feeling of no matter what happens, I'm changing into this. Well, I'm just becoming who I've always been, but that's the, I'm good. 
It's not like I'm good because I have so much money and support and palm trees. It's like, I'm good because no matter what, I'm good. And that's different. That's different than any year previous. Anyway, welcome to any of you that are new to the show, um, or sorry, that have been not new to the show, to any of you that are not new to the show, thank you for coming back. Thank you for being here. I love you. You're my family. I am so excited to be on this journey with you. Thank you. Thank you for tuning in week after week. So what we're going to talk about today is about why you need to heal to manifest. So because of the title, because of this podcast, because of the forces and the way that we can manipulate energy, I know in my witchy weird ways that anybody who is listening right now, this message is for you. This message is not for everybody. Not everybody is here to live a life that is a healing journey, that is a expanding journey, that is an enlightenment journey. Well, sources like actually we're all on the path of enlightenment. It's just that we're all at different paces and places and spiral, you know, benchmarks. We're all newer souls, older souls, whatever. We're here for different things. Everybody's on that journey though of expansion. However, only some of us are here, particularly highly sensitive people. If you feel like you are an old soul, like you are a creative, like you are a dreamer, a healer, a light worker, a mystic, a seeker, a thinker, um, someone who is here to transform, someone who is here to evolve, someone who is here to explore and find what they think about this life and what is all this universe God stuff and what is spirit and what are spirit guides and did I live previous lives and what are the Akashic records? <laughs> if you're somebody who is in that realm of any of these things, you're here for a soul expansion journey. So I'm going to talk about why you need to heal to manifest. And this is something, believe me, I tried to bypass for a freaking long time. And I did a pretty good job for a while, but nothing ever fully clicked. And even in the things that felt good, there was always this feeling of insecurity within me and this feeling of like, I hope this pans out or can I charge that much? Or, you know, and again, I'm, I'm never going to claim to be healed. Anything I say that sounds like I'm on any kind of like stool or pedestal or freaking even sitting a yoga block ahead of you or above you, that's not the case. We are all here on the journey together and I am still healing. I am always healing, but I tried to bypass it because it sucks and it's hard. And I'd rather just say a mantra, get some money and then I can upgrade my experience and get massages and buy fancy shit. And then I'll be happy. Like, right, right guys. I feel like that's what I did for a long time because healing is like, Oh God, what does that look like? What do we have to talk about? How much more do I need to hash out about my mom or about my body or about like healing? It sounds scary a little bit, or it sounds amazing, but we have no freaking clue how to do it or what that really even means. So we're going to talk all about that stuff. That's what we're talking about today. So healing the way, what I talk about when I talk about healing, of course, there's physical healing where you cut your arm, you heal that thing up, right? But we're talking about internal wounds. We're not talking about external wounds. It's internal wounds. So wounding comes when traumatic events happen and trauma, just, I know you guys know this, but trauma can be those big things we think about like assault or abandonment or like physical harm of some sort or whatever else. But there is 
well, and there is, there are also thousands source shows me like a never ending amount of situations that cause trauma. So a kid could put up their hand in class, get the answer wrong. Other kids snicker and laugh. They see a disapproving expression on the, on the, um, teacher's face. And they learn in that minute, do not put up your hand. You will be laughed at who you are is not enough. Who you are is wrong. People will laugh at you if you try. And then they carry that into life and they're maybe quieter or maybe they're in the work environment. They're successful, but they'll never put in their own ideas or whatever. We have wounding. It can happen from what seems like the smallest thing. And to anyone who has kids or has been around kids or was a kid once, <laughs> um, sometimes we, you notice that kids do, or we do, we hold on to this one memory and I'll be like, yeah, and it was a dark and stormy night and this happened and I was alone for an hour and I was so scared. And then I'm like talking to my mom or someone about it. And they're like, it was actually July and I went out back and you thought I was missing or you thought I was gone. I was like, what? In my mind, that was like so much more dramatic. And that's what kids do as well. So traumatic things can happen that actually seemingly don't feel like they're much, but to you, they were. So the memories that stick out of your childhood that were scary, that were uncertain, that were unknown, times when for us highly sensitive people, when our parents didn't know how to handle our sensitivity, maybe they encouraged us to just be cold and shut that shit down and you don't talk about your emotions, stop feeling so much. Or maybe they didn't know how to handle it. So it was like, you're just, you're too sensitive. Just stop being so sensitive. You know, that was the flavor that, that I got, um, in one, one facet, one of the flavors, one of the flowers of bouquet in the the bouquet. Um, but these things can be traumatic. It's who I am is not enough. My mom, my father, my caregivers don't know how to handle me. I am weird. I must change. I'm not okay. I'm not, I'm not lovable. So these traumatic things happen. I was bullied several times about my body. There was lots of different aspects that go into why I needed to heal. I was told that I was fat. I was, um, in high school, a girl turned all my friends against me. The police ended up being involved. I talk about this sometimes in other episodes. I don't know if I've gone through the whole story. I don't know if I need to, um, because it was, you know, a long time ago, but it was really traumatic. She threatened to kill me. Like I said, the police were involved. I actually moved like seven hours away because no matter what school I went to, she was going to find me. And it was just a pretty, pretty dramatic thing, traumatic thing for a, right on the cusp, like right, like 12 years old, 11, uh, 12 years old, I guess, 12 to 13. It was very traumatic. There's lots of things that have happened. These things impact our self-worth, our self-esteem, what we believe to be true about ourselves. And this is why it's so simple. As we grow from the time we're born, we are forming our brain. We're forming neural pathways. We're learning, right? Our mom and dad or whoever's like, this is a cup and this is a giraffe and this is the color red. We're literally forming our beliefs about the le- about life. And this is why if a kid grows up in say like a racist home or whatever, they will just naturally believe that this race is superior to this race and they will have to undo that later but that's what they would just believe. And the same thing goes for us. I mean, hopefully that wasn't the case for you, but in more subtle ways or really obvious ways, neglectant parents, parents that are physically or emotionally unavailable, parents with addiction, you know, whatever our parents shit gets passed on to us. As I said, it's the big, those capital T traumas, as they say, but there's thousands of traumas. So everybody has trauma. 
everybody has had their worth and their worthiness impacted. And this is where we don't believe in ourselves. We don't believe that we're worthy of love or abundance or being successful. We don't believe we're worthy of showing up for ourselves. We don't believe we're worried, worthy of, you know, getting the promotion or whatever. So this impacts our ability to manifest. So I'm going to break down now. We're going to kind of put a pin in this, but we'll come back to it in a second. To manifest something, you need to have, this is like, all this stuff is just going to be so good. It's going to be so expansive for you, I think. You need to have your conscious and your subconscious mind on board so that your entire energy system is geared toward this intention or is an open channel to receive this intention. So you can think about it two ways. You need to have your conscious mind and subconscious mind on board so that you can a cohesively as a unit, not sabotage yourself, basically act as if you want the thing, you're going to get the thing you're determined for the thing you're going to do it. You're going to take action. You need to make sure all of your, the different parts of your mind and brain are on board. And then the other part is that you have to have your brain and and, um, your conscious and subconscious on board so that your energy portal between you and that thing you want is clear. So if I want love and I have been cheated on, I hate my body, I, you know, think everybody's going to screw me over, or I've had horrible experiences with abusive partners, or I don't, whatever, right? Anything that could happen, like all of us normal people go through, we create resistance between me and a loving relationship. And I got to clarify, we don't create resistance consciously, If you have been cheated on, you may believe that you are unworthy of faithful love. That's not you choosing to believe that. That is what your subconscious picks up on when you're cheated on. Your subconscious and your conscious, but most importantly, your subconscious goes like, I must not be worthy of love because it'll also attach itself to that original wound going, see, they didn't love you your parents or whoever. And then now this person didn't, therefore you're unworthy of love. So that's the channel, the channel between me and that, which I want. How clear is that? If I want overflowing abundance, but I believe that money is the root of all evil. I believe no one would ever pay that much. I can't see myself. People like me don't get rich. There's no way I have no resources. It's not going to happen. That channel is not clear to manifest. So to manifest, manifestation is an energetic process and a physical process. And both ways, your conscious mind and your subconscious mind have to be on board. When you are wounded, when you have wounds, often the subconscious hides behind you. The subconscious is sneaky. And this is how we can consciously want to eat really well and consciously. And this is why the resolution thing too, because consciously you want yourself to be a certain person January 1st, but your subconscious isn't going to change overnight. That's another reason why the resolutions don't really work how they, how they are intended to work, I should say. Um, so if you consciously want to eat healthier. You consciously want to eat more fruits and vegetables. Maybe you want to lean toward a whole food diet or, you know, cut out alcohol or whatever. Your conscious mind wants that. But does your subconscious mind believe you can do it? Believe you're worthy of it? Does it know it to be true that you could do it? 
there's a lot that goes on in the subconscious mind. If the subconscious mind believes that you can't do it or has never seen it or has never experienced you as the type of person who can do that, it will sabotage you. And this is why you could eat really well Monday through Friday, but then on the weekend, you can't stop yourself or you're up late eating. It's like the subconscious mind cannot handle the new pattern anymore because it's like, this does not fit. You are not somebody who gets healthy. So it will, in some ways, coerce you, force you. The automatic action will become to be like, just fuck it. I'm going through the drive-thru or fuck it. I'm just going to have 12 beer or maybe not 12, but you know, it's that sabotage. That's where we say sabotage. And then humans try to consciously get their way out of sabotage in the conscious mind. They're like, okay, I sabotage today, but tomorrow I'm not going to, that's it. I'm going to throw out all the bad food. I'm going to micromanage our meals. There's no way that I'm going to eat bad anymore. I'm starting tomorrow. Conscious mind wants it. The subconscious is like, no, you're not. Nope. Nope. Because you're incapable of doing that. You're too weak. You don't have what it takes. You know, it's only a matter of time before you hit the chips again. Like, I know some of you are going like, oh, cause it rings home, right? Me too. Me too. And what I've realized is the conscious and the subconscious need to be on the same page to create the, that cohesive environment that will create what becomes the energetic match and the physical match for manifestation. And the reason why the subconscious doesn't believe you can do it and is whispering those things to you and goes like, why don't you just have a drink? Why don't you just do this? It's because it, it is unhealed. It is, it believes that it is not worthy. So manifestation, if you have been trying to manifest for a long time, you probably know all the conscious tricks and the mantras and people say like mindset, change my mindset. I'm going to change my mindset and positive thoughts. That is the surface level of manifestation, positive, positive thoughts and a couple affirmations and some mantras. And I'll just like light a candle. That is the surface level. Say all you want, journal all you want. It won't make those big manifestations come into your life because the big ones are where the subconscious are holding you back. Those big things that you want that you have not yet been able to create, the subconscious is generally the one holding you back. And that's where the healing comes in. The subconscious locks into those, those programs that it learned while it was literally learning. I think of it very much like if you went to I don't know, like China and you were learning Chinese or Mandarin or, or whatever, and someone taught you incorrectly and they're like, this is this, and this is this, and you studied and you did like five years or whatever, and you became fluent. And then you go to speak it and people are like, no, like how long would it take you to unprogram those things that you learned. I even, there's people that like their mom pronounced something a certain way, or somebody told them like, this is this. And they just thought it was true until they became an adult. And they're like, wait a minute, that's not true. So you were taught shitty things about yourself. You were taught you were unworthy of love. You were taught that who you are is too much or not enough, or that you should be something else. And that now gets manifested at, in different forms. I should make more money. My house should be better kept. I should lose weight. I should do this. I should do that. It comes out on the physical plane as desires. I want to change this. I want to fix this. I want to get Botox. I want to do this and no judgment to any individual choices. Everybody has the right to do what they want. And I sincerely mean that, 
But when it's coming from a place of, if I fix this, I'll be happy. If I make this amount of money, I'll be happy. If I lose 10 pounds, I'll be happy. We all know you can lose 10 pounds and still feel uncomfortable in your skin. Come on. We all know that you can lose 10 pounds and feel incredible in your skin too, because it comes from your mind. So healing reprograms that deep part of you that feels unworthy, that feels not enough. And that gets in the way of the manifestations because you're like, I want to write the book. I want to, you know, make this much money. I want to sell my art. I want to be a healer. I want to, you know, teach tarot or astrology, or I want to be a doctor. I want to be a lawyer. And your subconscious mind will be like, you're not that powerful. People like you don't do it. They're all going to laugh at you. And that comes from that early childhood trauma, right? So moving on from that, this is where stuff gets cray cray. And it's really important to think about your soul. Okay. Your soul came here to expand. Your soul came here to expand and grow and move into higher realms of consciousness. I've said this before, the way I see it is like in this lifetime, every day we're growing and we're learning things. In this lifetime, we're hopefully more wise now than we were 10 years ago, or we've learned more. We have you know different perceptions. We've grown, we've expanded. That's what your soul is doing on a bigger level, but like each lifetime is like a day or whatever. So each lifetime, your, your whole point is to like move through the lifetime and expand. That is like the journey of the soul, just like an ant grows or a butterfly transforms, or, you know, it's like, it's life is about evolution. Life is about shifting and changing and adapting. And that's what your soul came here to do is to expand into higher consciousness, closer to God consciousness, source consciousness, oneness, that which you came from remembering that that's what your soul truly came here. Your soul did not come here for a job or to be any one thing, to live any one house in any one house or to have, you know, any one fancy car or anything. Your soul came here to expand. So this is, I want you to really hear me, you guys, especially you like manifestation buffs and you may have never thought of it this way. You're led by your soul, meaning your soul calls you for certain things. So if 2022 was all about like self-worth or self-trust or inner child healing or expansion and confidence or clarity, whatever, whatever 2022 was about, that's what your soul was like. Yeah, let's grow her in this way. Let's expand her or him in this way. Let's have them move through this and become more of who they are, heal and grow and transform and expand through this. So when your soul is calling you for something, think about it this way. We are a soul and we are a human body with a mind and like intellect and processing and a brain, right? So those two have to talk because when people say like, my soul leads me to do this. Half the people laugh at them because they're like, okay, but like use your brain. But also your soul leads you to like what? To the dentist at 1.30? Like you have to also use your brain in this lifetime to communicate with your soul. Your soul is calling you in that circumstance to take care of your body and the brain takes it over and goes, okay, I'm going to go to the dentist. I'm going to make an appointment. The soul guides you somewhere and then the brain locks it into physical reality So get this, 
when the head wants something, when the brain or the head goes, I want to make 10K months or 20K or 100K years or whatever, I want to make $500,000 this year. Or the head is saying, I want to meet my partner. I want to buy my dream home. The soul is calling for the growth that is needed for that. So we think about it like, I have to grow in these ways to achieve this. And the soul is going, I'm going to grow. And then this is a natural byproduct. So your soul is leading you to change, to shift, not even change, like change who you are, but to heal. Your soul is leading you to heal, to remember who you truly are, to remember your worthiness. And that the fact that you are alive means you're worthy. The fact that you are here, a child of the universe, it's so much bigger than what you've done and haven't done. You just are worthy because you are. And that's what your soul wants you to remember, that you deserve to love yourself, that you deserve to be supported. And you are called to heal the parts of you that don't believe that. The parts of you that have been trained that you're not enough, that you're unworthy, that your body's not enough or whatever it is, you don't fit in. So your soul is calling you for expansion and your head has tangible goals that it wants. So someone goes, I want to make more money. The soul is going, I want you to value yourself. The head is going, I want to create a successful business. The soul is going, I want to shine my light and help others. The self, the head is going, I want to be more confident. The soul is, I want to remember who I truly am. Do you hear this? The head goes, I want to find a partner. The soul goes, I want to learn what love and unconditional love truly is. The head goes, I want to lose weight. And the soul goes, I want to truly honor myself and be loving and kind to myself and learn how to treat myself with love. So (laughs) it's really big. But with manifestation, the things that you want There's a soul evolution behind every single thing. When you have business goals, your soul is like, you're ready to reach more people. You're ready to really like sustain this and, and, and bring it to the next level and really own it. So for me, part of me, like with my success, of course, it's like impacting people. It, the more people I'm in in contact with, the more lights are being illuminated all over the world. That's my main drive for doing the podcast. It's my main drive for working with people. My main drive, I'm just going to be fucking real, used to be money. It wasn't that I ever started this for money, never, because I left a very secure job to go out on my own and flounder around like the first day I got my mermaid tail or something. But as I was going, I'm like, I want to make 10K months. I want to go to this retreat. So I need to make 20K. Okay. I'm going to do this program and it's, you know, I'm going to get 10 people in and then I'll be able to buy this. And it was just so much more driven by those physical things that I wanted. My soul the whole time though, was looking to evolve into my power. I wanted bigger success. My soul was calling me to find out who I truly was so that I could shine my natural light. And that results in the success I was calling for. So we have a physical desire. Think of the physical thing that you want to manifest in 2022 or whatever. I want to start my business. What is the soul nudge behind that? I want 
to expand into all I truly am. I want to activate my dormant gifts. So I want you to truly see this. So this is another reason why we need to heal to manifest. So it's not even that we need to heal like we do because of the whole conscious subconscious thing, but healing is manifestation. Manifestation is healing. From the soul perspective, the soul's like, just dive into the healing work and you will have all you could ever dream of. It doesn't mean you take one inner child course and you make a million dollars, but the the soul is calling for the growth and the healing. So whatever you've been through, and I just want to say this with so much care and compassion, I've worked with a lot of people and particularly in this last year, I've worked with a lot of people that have very, very intense stories. Stories that could be made into movies, stories that are tragic and horrific that I literally drop my jaw when I hear them explaining and telling their story all the way up to people like myself that didn't have one big thing, but had multiple levels of a bunch of stuff that fucked me up over the years. But the reason why I say this is even through the heaviest of stories, even through the stories and the times that carry so much shame or pain or neglect or grief or whatever, your soul is yearning to heal through it, especially with this coming year. The more you can be who you really are, the more you can learn to love yourself in all that you are and learn to integrate your story into who you are instead of trying to get rid of it or feeling shameful or feeling, you know, really Um, it's mostly shame a lot around our stories or anger. It's okay to feel those things. That's part of the healing journey. If anyone says don't feel angry as part of the healing journey, they're not on the healing journey. That's okay to feel that. But what I'm saying is bigger. Your soul is going, it is time to be free from this. It is time to unpack this from your backpack and come back to who you truly are to restore all that you are because who you truly are is why you came here. This is becoming what you already are, becoming the essence that you're meant to be. Because under that trauma is the most beautiful, generous, loving, unique person. And she is calling to shine. So We heal in order to manifest because when we are going for those tangible manifestations, the drive behind it is actually the soul wanting to heal. So I used to hear it in my mind as I want the successful business. I want to host like retreats and I want to be like, you know, selling books and all this stuff. And forever my soul would say, or what the, how it came through was imagine who you're going to become in the process of doing these things, of becoming brave enough to show up in person with people or to host um, like a hundred person workshop or be on stage or put a book out into the world. Imagine who you're going to become. And now it's even less about who you're going to become. It's just imagine the parts of you that get to awaken as you follow these goals that you say that you want. So 2023 and everything, wherever you are, this upcoming chapter is not just about getting the thing. It's about why your soul is asking you to get the thing. Why do you want to build the business? Why do you want the money? Why do you want the love? There's something deeper behind it that the soul wants you to grow through and heal through and then 
fuck yeah, you get to have it. 100%. This is never a thing about you have to take the lesson instead of the manifestation. Because the manifestation without the lesson, the manifestation without the growth is empty. Someone could give you $10,000 and tomorrow and you could be like, oh my God, that would make me so happy. And then as soon as you see how fast it goes and that there's no more after that, you start defaulting back into your ways of, oh shit. And giving you that $10,000 doesn't make you feel good in your body, doesn't help your communication with your spouse or with your friends. It doesn't help you feel confident enough to start writing your book. It does nothing. The end manifestation without the healing gives you nothing. It's fucking flat. But the healing that results in the manifestation leaves you whole or more whole or more, more fully integrated into who you are. Every time you want a manifestation and you learn why your soul is actually guiding you toward that and that there's a lesson here, there's a healing opportunity. That's why you don't have it because there's something between you and it, which is a healing opportunity. Once you realize that and you step forward into the discomfort and step forward into the healing, you will manifest the thing you want. So I really want you to think about that. So I promise you to talk about how, what does healing mean, right? Like do the healing, heal, go for it. Okay, see ya. And you're like, wait, what? A lot of people know about different ways of healing. There are many different ways. I do believe that they all work if they're for you. So whether it's a therapist, past life regression, whether it's EFT or hypnosis or mentorship or, you know, whatever, I believe that there's many different ways of healing. For me, what seems to encapsulate the type of healing that I believe every single human could heal their life with, but it also depends on if it's for you. But I know in, I believe in this form of healing and it's actually using two different methods. So inner child work and shadow work. And I believe that these come hand in hand. I believe that a lot of the inner child is what creates the shadow. The shadow is the part of you that you don't love. The part of you you try to hide. The part of you that it is your subconscious. It is the part of you that believes that you're not worthy, that shows up in that way. The shadow is the dark part of you. It's like the dark side of the moon, except more more (laughs) trauma-filled. But really... The shadow is the part of you that doesn't believe in yourself or that sabotages or that overeats or carries shame or is, you know, secretly you're just the part of you you don't like, the part of you that you rather shove away and not look at. And then there's inner child work, which they, again, they come hand in hand, but that inner child work is what I was talking about with, you know, as you were a child, you were shown things. And another level of that, that I teach and activated that just blows my mind is for empaths. Spirit showed me that you don't just learn things about you, you pick up on. So what was the general experience you had? The thoughts, the feelings, the body language, the tones of voice. Empaths are like little freaking magical beings and you picked up on things. So even if your mom didn't say you're way too sensitive and that's bad, the way she went like, oh, I don't know, ah. Oh you picked up on that and you're like, oh my God, I'm irritating her with how I'm being, right? So empaths also just have an experience. They don't even have to be told something. Um, 
And then that damages us. And the inner child healing is seeing that part of you that picked up on that. So just for a quick example, because I can't, you know, inner child healing is a journey you deep into, you you dive into, but to scratch the surface and just kind of give you the beginning parts that you can start to work with. When I'm feeling triggered, say um, my husband is, say we're at like a gathering and he's off talking to other people and I start feeling like kind of alone. And then I'm like, oh my God, like, why isn't he over here? Like, why isn't he standing by me? And I'm just talking like normal relationships, normal marriages. Like this thing comes up in me where I'm like, oh my God, why is he over there? And like, he should be beside me. And I start to get kind of frustrated. I can stop and go, what part of me right now is feeling triggered, feeling uncomfortable, feeling mad. And then if I've done work, I could for me, it would be a various, obvious, a very obvious, various, various, obvious Maximus, um, lesson or sorry, trigger in abandonment. So abandonment is one of my core wounds. So of course it feels like he's abandoning me. So in that moment, I can recognize the part of me that's reacting here is the abandonment wound. And then I can close my eyes. This is just my way, but there's lots of ways to do inner child work. I close my eyes and I see the little child that was actually abandoned, that felt abandoned, that experienced those things. And I see that version of me and I bring her up and I send her love because as you are triggered, as you're uncomfortable, as you're sad, there's a little tiny you inside going, I want attention. I want to know I'm worthy. I was told I was, I was laughed at. I was called fat. I wasn't listened to. I was shown that I'm not enough. And I'm still here crying. I'm still here asking to to be seen. And that's what a trigger is. So if you're just trying to manifest without healing, you're like, I'm going to go write the fucking book. And like, okay, two hours every other day. And I'm going to do it. And then you start typing going like, oh my God, nobody's going to read this. They're all going to, what if I put in all this effort and nobody even reads it and you've got all this chatter. You're like, no, no, I'm going to manifest. And you just start forcing harder. You bear down harder. Nope. Now it's going to be four hours a day and your, your energy's all fucked. I know so many gifted musicians that have hundreds of songs that they've never done anything with because they get in their own head and think no one's going to like it, but they're like freaking genius. So many writers, how many books do you have that you haven't done anything with even because you got in your own head or whatever it is, right? So then you're trying to force this book and then you're trying to pitch this book that was built on a pile of wounds because the whole time you doubted yourself and you pushed harder and late nights and you were tired and you were like not treating yourself well because you were writing into the night and blah, blah, blah. How successful is that going to be? to just push and force manifestation. But if you start out that process and you go, wow, as I'm writing, I'm really super triggered into like, nobody's going to want to read this. Like what if, you know, like when I'm working with my clients, we do voice memo support. So I have exactly this where clients are like, yeah, it's pretty good. But today the weirdest thing happened, my partner or my boss or whatever, this happened. And it just like really bugged me. And like, I don't know, I don't really know what to think. Like, what do you think? And I'll be able to see, or we co-create to see that there's a wound under there that needs love. And as soon as you love the wound, give love to the wound, it softens. And now you actually naturally get back into the place of 
No, you're worthy of having your story heard. You're worthy of spreading this message. You feel called deep in your soul to write a book. So just fucking get at it, girl. You got this. Instead of being so worried and then trying to patch over it with positivity and more 3D conscious stuff. Oh, I'll just have a positive mindset and just say these empty affirmations and just be like, no, 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 I'm going to do it. No, no. And we start fighting with ourselves. No, you're not going to do it. Yeah, I am. That's never going to get anywhere. But when we see that there's a part of us inside that is a child that goes, I am terrified to put up my hand and everyone's going to laugh. And you're like, whoa, that's totally the same type of feeling as I'm experiencing here. I feel like I'm going to put my book into the world and everyone's going to laugh. Wow. That reminds me a lot of when I was a kid. And then you have compassion. You see that little inner child and you go, holy shit, girl or boy or whatever. I love you. I'm so sorry that happened to you. I love you so much. It's okay. Come with me. I'll bring you. I'm here. I'm going to listen. We're going to keep writing our book. And I promise you that it's all going to be okay. You actually give love to that part of you and compassion and understanding every time you're triggered. And this is the work, right? is starting to remember and repetitively as much as you can offering love to yourself instead of trying to just push through. So why do you need to heal to manifest? Well, you just do. (laughs) Case closed. End of episode. Um, For so many reasons. The brain needs to soften that resistance. If you feel substantially blocked with something, it is because there's something you're not healing. There's a deep unworthiness that you keep rubbing up against. You keep bumping up against. It keeps showing itself. And you might even find that these frustrations, it's like it shows myself in friends and it shows itself in family and it shows itself in career. It's like, I never feel like I'm enough or I always feel guilty for this or I always feel like I'm an inconvenience here, right? Those are all little tiny children inside you that are you that are saying, I was told that once I got that impression once and it still fucking hurts. Although maybe you're, well, maybe your six-year-old was badass saying fucking, but I hope not. Um, but it needs love. Otherwise we're just going at it with the conscious mind. And we're just going mindset, mindset, positive thoughts, positive vibes only completely unrealistic, completely unrealistic. So the conscious mind is what you think. I think I can do it. I think I I believe this. Yep. I can do it. Your subconscious mind is what you believe actually. So I consciously know that my body's amazing. It's given birth to three kids. I've lost 60 pounds. Like, uh, you know, when I was my heaviest and then I lost 60 pounds and like I treat it well and I eat well. I know this consciously, but the healing work is when I get into clothes, when I see myself in pictures, when I get a glimpse in the mirror to not go, ugh. even though I consciously, I'm like, no, no, you're doing great, girl. You're doing great. Health is great. You know, doesn't matter if you have curves. My subconscious is like, you're gross. And I'm not actually saying in this moment, but this is the journey that I've even been on. I've been healing this shit for so long, but there's deeper levels that come up that go like, yeah, my subconscious still needs to get on board, still needs to believe. Cause I personally, I was repetitively bullied for being fat, made fun. It was like the thing for a lot of my life. And so it's very ingrained in me to have shame around my body and then being a woman and having kids and all the stuff, like it's been such a ride hormones and whatever else. 
but the healing work is what sets me free. And then as I'm free, I find myself on my yoga mat more and I'm craving more smoothies and I want to do a juice fast and I'm drinking more water and I'm, you know, taking a little break at work and going for a walk around the block because I love myself. Whereas before I would just try to force myself to change my body, force myself to do a plan, force myself Monday, Wednesday, Friday, we're getting on the mat, we're doing the thing. It's like, I'm over it. I want to just love myself and from that place show up powerfully and the loving myself comes from the subconscious, which comes from the trauma, from the healing, from what you really believe deep down about yourself and what's possible. So to manifest, I believe you have to clear the path, clear the channel. My favorite style is inner child work and shadow work. And I use them interchangeably. I use them together. I use them all the time. That's how I'm mentoring my clients and then any healing modality. Cause I go in and out with lots of different things. I love hypnosis and EFT and of course meditation. And I love, I mean, I'm being mentored. I have a mentor. I have a coach. Like I'm always in all in, but I feel like the shadow and the inner child is like the everyday that as I'm alone, when I'm not in a course and I'm not talking to my coach, it's like, I got to know how to handle myself, right? That's the everyday motive is anytime I feel weird inside, I pull up the inner child inside me that feels that shame. And I give her love. I build her up. I surround her with love. I give her a hug. I remind myself that I'm not in that situation anymore. And I'm not that child anymore. And I give her love and I decide today, how am I going to feel in my life? And that's how I start to reprogram. I give compassion and love to myself to my inner child, instead of just trying to hard ass myself out of it. And that is how you manifest. That is how you become a clear channel. So to manifest, I said this before, but to go even bigger beyond the subconscious and conscious, and don't worry, this episode is wrapping up any moment, but you need to be unblocked to manifest. You need to be unblocked. You need to be activated and you need to take inspired action. And if your wounds are ruling the scene, you won't be unblocked. It'll be very hard to get activated and taking inspired action will feel difficult. Either it'll be hustly, like no balance, or it'll be like procrastination, confusion, inaction. It's just because there's wounds there and they can be healed actually quite quickly because you've already done a lot of work on yourself. You've already done a lot of mindset work. You've already done a lot of, you know, manifestation work and self-growth reflection and listening and learning. So it, once you bring in the healing, shit gets to happen really quickly because now you're conscious and your subconscious are on board, which unblocks you. You become activated because you can, this is a whole other thing about activators and becoming activated. You start to believe in yourself. That has to be a whole other episode, but becoming activated is about knowing it's possible, seeing yourself like that, seeing others doing it. And then you got to take inspired action, following that intuition and moving forward with what you want. And you won't move forward in the same way if you're coming from your wounds. And that's just the facts. Your soul is calling you for growth. Your soul is calling you for healing. Your soul is calling you for expansion. This is why you came here behind that desire to do and be and have those things that you want is a soul desire to grow something you contracted into this experience, something you chose to move through. 
I believe on a soul level, I chose the abandonment wound or the circus of events that would lead to that, the bullying and all that, so that I could come back and be the strength, be the person, hold the space that I need to hold in this life for all of you, for myself, for my family for the vision that I have. I couldn't have done that if I was spoon-fed. I couldn't have done that from a wounded place. I couldn't have done that from with no grit, with no belief, with no conviction, with no trust and no faith. And you don't accumulate trust and faith and conviction and vision from being in a freaking bubble, from being on a cloud with no challenges. That's not where you learn trust. That's not where you learn faith. To learn faith, you got to practice faith, which means given you're given situations that that's all you have to grip to or situations that you somehow have to find faith or self-love. We came here to learn how to love ourselves. So we're going to be given journeys of abandonment and wounds and feeling not good, feeling like the black sheep, feeling like you stick out, like you don't belong, like you're not built like everybody else. Like you're weird, like you're different, like you can't handle life the same as other people. That is all leading you to get to that place of grit where you're like, fuck it, I am what I am. And I'm learning how to love that. And your soul's going, yay, that's what I've been calling you for. I know it seems screwy to have to experience so much hardship, but I promise you the hard parts are done. It doesn't mean that life is going to be without challenges, but the way that the energy is going, the way that the evolution is going as you ascend through time, AKA age and get older, you're ready to heal. You don't have to carry this shit for the rest of your life. There actually does come a time where it gets to be your time. You get to put it down, integrate the lessons into who you are and flourish into all you're meant to be and definitely receive those manifestations that you want. So you have to heal to manifest because that's what your soul is actually calling you for. That is the path to manifestation. It clears your channel. It gets your subconscious mind, your conscious mind, your energy channel, your intuitions on. Everything gets you in that zone to be able to be unblocked, activated, and taking inspired action. It's so simple. But if I just say to somebody who has not done any work or is really deeply suffering, and this could be any of you listening, myself on certain days, but if I say to someone like, oh, all you have to do is get unblocked, get activated and take inspired action, you'd be like, <laughs> I don't know if I can, right? That's the wound. Or just, you know, sometime in your cycle or on a stressful day, normal to feel that way. But, you know, it takes more than just having the steps. You could go out and learn, you know, all these steps to build a successful business. But if you don't believe in yourself or that you can, it's going to really interfere with your mojo and with your manifestations. So at this, I'm going to wrap it up. This was a hugely long episode. I just looked at the time and it said one hour, one minute and 11 seconds. I'm like, bam, 
We are done, complete. Okay, my loves, I love you so much. We are winding down in the year. So many exciting things happening for 2023. I will be running Activated again, so make sure to look at the link below to get on the waitlist for that. Waitlist people, you will get a special deal on joining. I'm also running um, Manifesting for Empaths, the 31-day challenge starting January 1st. Links will be below for that as well. And I'm just wishing everybody a gorgeous wrapping up to this year, a beautiful week, all the strength and sanity you need to get through any holidays. And I'm just wishing you all the love in the world. Thank you so much for tuning in and I'll see you in the next episode. Peace. Thank you so much for tuning into today's episode. And before we go, I want to ask you a question. Have you grabbed your copy yet of Manifest This Shit? (laughs) Manifest This Shit is a law of attraction, coloring and activity book available on Amazon. And I am so excited about it. It is packed with beautiful, inspiring coloring pages, manifestation practices, tools, places to make notes and lists and write down your intuitive hits. There's so many beautiful pages in there. It's the perfect addition to your daily practice. So whether you use it to pass time instead of being on your phone, or you use it as a creative ritual, this book has pages for everybody. I know you're going to love it. So grab Manifest This Shit on Amazon. The link is below in the show notes.